0: This is the PTBO Today podcast, Intelligent Conversation.
2: Hey there, it's Jordan riding solo once again on this rainy Wednesday in the city of Peterborough. Let's have a look at the big three local stories we are following today. And Peterborough police have received a number of online reports regarding damage to vehicles. On Sunday, online reports were filed about vehicles being damaged in the Bethune and Edinburgh Street area. In each of those four cases, a window was smashed and items taken right out of the vehicles. In some instances, credit and bank cards were then used fraudulently. There are also reports of similar you know, damage to vehicles being done in the Glen Forest and Ravenwood area. Again, if you notice anything suspicious, easy for me to say, you can contact uh, Peterborough Police. Election signs made out of white corrugated plastic sheeting have been added to the list of recyclable materials. This is a topic that usually comes up around election time. Uh, the city says this comes after its recycling services provider, Emterra, found a company that will accept the material for reuse. Uh, they are asking that you drop off recycled election signs after the election to the Recycling Depot on Pido Road, and they're asking that you do so before November the 30th. It is sort of a, a limited-time specialty uh, that they're able to capitalize on. And last but not least here, a new festival director has been named for the Reframe Film Festival. Officials have announced Kate Duick is taking over the role from Jay Adam, who departs after a couple of years. Uh, duick was most recently the House Manager and Volunteer Coordinator at Showplace Performance Center Outstanding stuff and somebody who, according to her resume, has been very involved in the arts community and the arts scene going back to her days in the integrated arts program at PCVS. If you want to read a little bit more about uh, Kate, you can find that information on our website, ptbotodate.ca. Those are the big three local stories we are following today. The question of the day today, if you're going to binge watch one movie franchise, what would it be? Where do we set the bar on what a franchise is? We'll get into all of that. A little bit later on, on PTBO Today Live.
0: Jordan, Graham, and you never know who else. This is the PTBO Today podcast.
2: Peterborough Kia Pete's Hockey returns to Freak 90.5 on Thursday as Peterborough opens a home-and-home with the Kingston Frontenacs. You can hear complete coverage right here beginning just before 7 o'clock. Graham Elliott, before he departed on a much-deserved vacation, decided to chat with Pete's head coach Rob Wilson about those games and about what he's seen so far in the Eastern Conference. Here's how that sounded.
0: Looking forward to a couple big games this week. As mentioned, of course, home-and-home uh, home with Kingston kicks off. And you guys have always had some pretty interesting games with Kingston in seasons past. Certainly going to be a different Kingston team, I assume, we're going to see come Thursday night.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean... uh, Kingston was one of the teams last year that were trying to win a championship. And they had, uh, you know, they had brought in some pretty, pretty good players. They're a very good hockey team, very explosive. They still have some good players left from that team. Uh, and you're seeing that now it's not a, it's not a team that's, uh, that's, uh, struggling yet. Uh, this is, they're not easy games to play Kingston away and Kingston at home. It's one of our teams in our division. So these are not easy games. Um, we have to be ready for it. And, and, uh, you know, we want to we win Thursday night. i we worry about Friday, Friday, but Thursday is a big one for us. We want to kick off. We've got a lot of road games right now, four straight, and we play another two over next three on the road, which I think is great. It's helping us. Uh, it's helping us more find, I think, our structure. And, um, and you know, we'd like to, again, We I'd like to come out of this a little better than 50%. I'd like to get two of the three wins minimum, and uh, we have to start Thursday night against Kingston, who, who just showed, you know, they just – Guelph's a pretty good hockey team. I know they're having their struggles early on, but they're a pretty good hockey team and they didn't seem to have any issues with, uh, with Guelph the other
0: What have you seen the early going when it comes to your competition, especially in the division? We've seen the conference as a whole for the most part now with Barry and and North Bay and Sudbury, and we've certainly seen our, our fair share of the other division. We still haven't seen Oshawa yet. We still haven't seen Ottawa yet, but I'm sure that you've been peeking at some of the other scores at some of the other games and kind of getting a good idea on what the East division certainly looks like right now.
1: You know, the East is going to be tough. Our conference is going to be very tough this year. A lot of people always talk about the West, our conference, you can look right now and you can see there is not going to be an easy game. There isn't one. Usually every year you sell all this This team, they, they've realized they're going to go into a total rebuild. There's no team like that in our conference this year.
2: Great stuff. Again, Pete's in front next tomorrow on Freak 90.5 just before 7 o'clock. Peterborough Kia Pete's Hockey. PTBO Today Live is brought to you by Wild Rock Outfitters on Charlotte Street in downtown Peterborough. Online at wildrock.net Go out and play.
0: The PTBO Today Podcast. The stuff people are talking about.
2: It is Small Business Week and we are shining a light on just some of the great entrepreneurs that make up the Peterborough business scene. And one of those is Joanne's Place Health Foods. It has been in the city and it was born back in 1976. And over the last 46 years, Joanne's Place has expanded from inside of a home into three booming storefronts, including two in Peterborough and one in Lindsay with 60 staff on the payroll. General Manager Sharon Walker says that one of the challenges they face as a small business is the mass market stores that have started carrying natural health products, which has created some competition
0: the natural health industry itself, you know, a lot of other stores, mass market stores have gotten into carrying natural health products. So there's definitely been some competition there as well.
2: On top of the three existing storefronts, Joanne's Place recently opened a new cafe.
0: We just opened another cafe at uh, Trent University Athletic Centre. And that's been very exciting for us and just love being part of that community.
2: For more information on Joanne's Place Health Foods, you can visit Joanne's Place It is Small Business Week, powered by Cody and James, chartered professional accountants. The PTBO Today podcast. Now the sounds of today. It is time now to listen to all the hot audio making the rounds on social media and a sequel to 1996's Twister is on the way. The follow up titled Twister's. We'll focus on Helen Hunt's character, Dr. Joe Harding's daughter, and Bill Harding, the late Bill Paxton, who takes after her parents' storm-chasing interests. Ironically, Paxton actually pitched this idea before his death back in 2015.
1: But I guess now it's been 20 years, so um, Helen and I, I think we'd have to have a teenage daughter who's run off with a college guy, and they're out storm-chasing. I, I don't know. I have to do something.
2: Any movie about storm chasing is something that I'm interested in. So there you go. You got my money already. James Corden is welcome back at New York City's Balthazar restaurant again. Here's a report in People Magazine. James
0: Corden is welcome at New York City's Balthazar restaurant again, after owner Keith McNally said the late-night host issued him an apology. The apology comes hours after McNally slammed Corden for allegedly being his most abusive customer. In that post, McNally called Corden a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man.
2: Harsh words, and I gotta be honest, that's not isolated when it comes to James Corden, who seems like the most likable guy, but... That's not the first instance of this type of story that I've heard kind of rumbling in the weeds. Uh, Last but not least here, in a discussion on her podcast of what defines a bimbo, Meghan Markle spoke about being a suitcase girl on Deal or No Deal back in 2006.
0: I ended up quitting the show. I was surrounded by smart women on that stage with me. But I would end up leaving with this pit in my stomach, knowing that I was so much more than what was being objectified on the stage. I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance.
2: I mean, you signed up for the gig where you were opening the suitcase. I get the overall point there, but at Megan Markle, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I just, uh, I don't get it. And I certainly probably wouldn't listen to her podcast. But uh, hey, that's her opinion on her experience of deal or no deal back in uh, 2006. That is all the hot audio making the rounds on social media on October the 19th. Comment, opinion, today's reactions. The PTBO Today Podcast. Still to come on this Wednesday edition of PTBO Today Live, we will have our community spotlights. The question of the day today is if you're going to binge watch one movie franchise, what would it be? This is an absolutely fantastic question, and there are no shortage of answers here. Wendy says, I love to binge watch Harry Potter, have done that a few times. Uh, Harry Potter is one franchise that was so overwhelmingly popular. The movies were super successful. Just didn't appeal to me. Wasn't targeted for me. Uh, never really got into it. I've seen maybe two or three sparingly throughout the course of the years. But, I mean, Harry Potter is just a phenomenon with people, particularly around my age, sort of in the early 30s. Tiff says, Lord of the Rings slash The Hobbit. Yeah, that is something that is also extremely popular. Kate says, Hunger Games... I did like The Hunger Games. I'm not sure if that's going to be number one on my list, but I thought for those type of movies, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Ginny says Halloween. Now, I'm assuming Graham Elliott, who usually does the questions of the day, this is probably what the origin of this question was, because I know for a fact he absolutely hated Halloween ends, and this probably just got him started. If Graham were here, he'd say Friday the 13th, he'd go through just about every little thing. Probably going to say Indiana Jones in that franchise would be his number one, if not Back to the Future. Those would be sort of the Graham Elliott rankings. Donna says Star Wars. Star Wars would be extremely high on my list. I'm going to zag a little bit. I didn't see this in the comments, so maybe I'm off on a little bit of an island because the last one was back in 1998. But I've always been a big fan, if I'm going to watch four movies or a franchise of one particular topic, give me Lethal Weapon. Give me Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Joe Pesci and the cast of characters that come along with that. Always been a really big Lethal Weapon fan, uh, that would probably be uh, number one on my list, Uh, but there are some very good ones out there, The Fast and the Furious, Uh, that would also be one that sort of like heightens up my scale a little bit, but it's a great question. Certainly crummy weather the last uh, couple of days looks like we're going to have more bad weather coming up uh, at least tomorrow, so maybe it's perfect time to jump in and start binge watching a particular movie franchise. If you were going to do it, what would it be? Let us know. Join a fun conversation. It's available on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash freak905.
0: The PTBO Today podcast,
2: running down the stuff you need to know. It is time now for our community spotlight And the Ministry of Families, Children and Social Development is a big portfolio and one that impacts a lot of people in some way, shape or form. Peter Brokorth, MP Michelle Ferreri was a guest on PTBO Today Live earlier this week. And she's the new shadow minister of that portfolio and says no doubt we are going through an affordability crisis right now. So the middle class is getting sort of squeezed out right now. So you've always had this highly vulnerable population, lower income, and they need to be protected as well. And But we have an affordability crisis, which is impacting everyone from coast to coast to coast, seniors, children, all of this. Nearby, Northumberland-Peterborough South MP Philip Lawrence was named as Associate Shadow Minister for Finance and Middle Class Prosperity, and halliburton Lakes brock MP Jamie Schmale remains as the Shadow Minister for Crown Indigenous Relations. If you want more information on that and here's some more audio from Michelle Ferreri, you can visit our website, ptbotoday.ca. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of the program, it's going to be a rocky edition. The Weber brothers are putting out their 15th album since 2003. That's a lot of material, that's a lot of music, and we're going to have the opportunity to catch up with Ryan Weber. We'll talk a little bit more about it, as well as a special kickoff that is planned for November the 12th at the Gordon Best Theatre. So you're not going to want to miss that conversation. Plus, of course, we will get you set for the Peets and the Kingston Frontenac's Peterborough Kia Peets Hockey returns to Freak 90.5 tomorrow as well, just before 7 o'clock. Have yourself a fantastic evening, and wherever you go, make sure that you stay warm and dry. You've been listening to PTBO Today Live.
0: Catch Jordan and Graham weekday afternoons on Freak 90.5 and on the iHeartRadio app. Download the show every weekday and spread the word about Peterborough's only daily podcast, the PTBO
2: Today podcast.
0: Intelligent Conversation.
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?